the Daily Rios for March 25th, 2013. Hello, Peter. It is, uh, it's Mr. Ryan saying you cast, and I was just calling. Hold on, I'm not calling, I'm saying you a voice recording, as everyone who ever listens to the Daily Rios should, so that they can get on to feedback episodes or inspire you to make episodes. Okay, I'm getting long-winded. Sorry, I just spent an hour in my car driving back from Fablestown and beyond, the greatest convention I've been to in a long time. And it brought up this topic that uh, I figured you, being someone who's done a lot of uh, podcasting and who has a lot of connections to people that have done podcasting, would be a good authority on. And I believe it's something that your on-podcasting episodes haven't touched on yet, but are probably actually a very important thing to talk about. And that is, um, we'll take the example of, of my weekend, where uh, Stown did the Fables Con thing. It was amazing. And there were a lot of panels. And in those panels, I recorded them for the purposes of listening back to them so that I could talk about them in a more educated sense. So I, I would remember the details of all the things that all these people said that might have slipped my mind. Now, in a couple cases, there was really good content. The kind of content that I then went and asked the people who were on the panel, hey, is it okay if I record this? Well, I, I did that beforehand, but like, you know, I, I look at them and I go, I think this is going to be good. Can I record this? And if they say no, I'll be honest, I still recorded it with no intention of actually using it as footage for my podcast. And I think that's something that's actually, there's a thin line there, um, because in most cases there are press people at these conventions or at these panels. So to use the audio, there's a thin line there. Is it right? Is it not right? Um, I mean, are they saying things they shouldn't be saying because they didn't know they're going to be recorded? And I think that's something that your general podcasting audience, as people who want a podcast, you know, pass the message along. What's your position and what do you think is the right thing to do and has it ever burned you? So you had to follow that philosophy. Uh, sorry, I'm long-winded. I'm going to go eat now. See you later. That was Mr. Ryan saying yo cast, as he just called himself. Asking a good question about the ethics of recording panels for podcasting or other uses. He called me an authority. Wow. There are so many people who would disagree with that title. <laughs> and they would be wrong. Okay, so you recorded panels so you can listen to them later to properly discuss a topic. I can't imagine that's any different than comic site article writers who go to panels and have to eventually report on them. Sometimes I read one of those articles and I'm amazed at how much is there. It makes me think, are they that fast of a typer? <laughs> or do they record them to pick out the good bits for a later column? That way you can go back, you can get their responses as they were presented, and boom, you have an article. I'm not exactly an authority on this. Uh, I mean, you're talking to someone who has clipped out TV shows and cartoon bits and song snippets and that's a no-no on a lot of levels. Um, I guess if you're not going to do any playback, okay, fine. I, I see the value in that. It ensures that you have exactly what was said and how it was said, which is so very important on the internet. Um, if you're going to play clips, then yes, get permission from the panelists. Get permission from the organizers as well. 
Maybe they have an agreement with someone else to put out the panels, and that could be seen as, for lack of a better phrase, stealing someone's content, maybe? For your personal use, I'm sure there's a black and white answer. I'm thinking, okay, I see the value in it. Uh, it represents the panel well. It represents the convention well. And if the actual recording isn't being used, okay. Panels are public. There is a difference here, though, in that the panelists, uh, you know, in their minds, they're speaking to a room. And do they have it in their minds that this will be broadcasted out to the masses or for public consumption? Not because that's, you know, not, not because there's some kind of like great secret or whatever, or, or something that they say, you know, they're obviously speaking to a bunch of people and um, they're not just going to say something that they wouldn't want somebody to know that they're thinking, but it could change how they speak. And it certainly is fair to let them know ahead of time. Some might not be comfortable at all with it. And you could argue that you could be hurting the convention's reputation or maybe an organizer gets yelled at because ultimately that's not what the panelists signed up for, right? Maybe they think uh, it's uh, kind of like an ambush and, and, and they don't want their words out there and they just want it for the people who happened to attend. Uh, look at Ethan Van Skyver, right? Recently he was at a convention and when asked about uh, identity crisis, uh, he told a crowd at some convention that Dan DiDio pitched it as basically we're going to rape Gene Loring. Poor choice of words? Absolutely. Did he think it would get reported? No. Uh, and and he went on to apologize and, and said that nothing of the sort was ever said to him. He was speaking off the cuff, uh, just trying to get the idea of what the, the weight of the series um, you know, Bleeding Cool, cool picked it up, and, and Ethan Van Skyver said that they sensationalized the story, which is absolutely true, because they ultimately took it down. Rich Johnson took the article down. And, uh, you know, it was kind of like there was something that was taken out of turn, you know, because you're not hearing the voice, you're not hearing the inflection. Again, poor choice of words, I'm not defending what he said, but it wasn't true, and it was taken to be true, and that was wrong. Some of that also speaks to, me, to the uh, an attack dog mentality some people have with DC d these days, warranted or not. Uh, but that's not the point of this episode. Anyway, so yes, yeah, some people might talk differently if they know it's being recorded for all history. So you should let them know. Unfortunately, on the flip, it's really hard to police such things. It's the internet age. It's the social media age. It's the smartphone age. What is privacy anymore in that kind of form, in that kind of setting with all those people? Not everything is going to blow up Adria Richards style, but I can certainly see where people could be put on their guard. It's uh, not a panel, but I've done recordings of my family for this podcast. Is that ethical? You know, Notice when you call banks or businesses and have to speak to an operator. You hear that, that recording. It says this call may be recorded for training or whatever purposes, uh, etc. Uh, for trials, consent has to be given with those kind of things. So it's... Uh, I don't know what the answer is after having said all that. All I could give you were my thoughts. There are probably podcasters out there that would have some great opinions on this matter. I'm thinking someone like Ian Levenstein. He's really up on a lot of that stuff. I bet you he would have a lot to say. And and he's also someone who runs a lot of panels. Uh, so he might have some, some things to say to that if he ever hears this. Uh, I had no interest in Fables Con. But it does put me in mind of another smaller topic I had for podcasting. 
but I just didn't get around to it. And now with this little topic that Ryan threw me, I think I could use all of that to talk about another part of podcasting, specifically comic book podcasting, that I did want to mention. Because it goes along with the content of a podcast. I'm not quite ready to give up the content of the podcast of a podcast discussion. Uh, on Twitter, uh, a gentleman by the name of Quack asked me about um, what about the tech side of podcasting, and to be honest, I, I can I can do that, but uh, I'm not quite ready for it yet. You know, uh, I'll I'll speak to that later. Um, but comic book podcasting, and I guess this could go for any sort of fandom. But I wanted to talk about niche podcasting. And certainly something like FablesCon is a niche within a niche in terms of convention. I mean, it's a comic book convention, but it's all about one convention, kind of kind of like the Grant Morrison convention, right? It's about one creator or the image convention, which was about one company, a niche within a niche. So uh, along with hosts and content, this is another sort of content podcast talk. Uh, you know, again, it's what I know, comic book stuff, right? So you can, I guess you could put all of this to, I don't know, video games and sports and whatever else. But the idea of niche podcasting, talking about one particular topic and building a whole podcast around that single subject, not only the podcast, but a forum and listenership in a way that Raging Bullets has for DC Comics Talk or Uncanny, Uncanny X-Cast for X-Men Talk. Or the Lantern cast for Green Lantern Talk. Uh, Derek Coward of Comic Book Noise uh, had something called the Reader Feed. I tried to check out the link, but for some reason it was down. Uh, which was do a single feed devoted to topics and podcasts that maybe couldn't support a long-term investment. Maybe that topic was only good for a number of episodes. Plus it was all on one feed, and that way the listener could pick and choose what to listen to and download the rest, uh, delete the rest. Um, I believe he had uh, the Hulk cast on there. Uh, I know he had the Fell cast on there, which took a look at uh, Warren Ellis's and uh, Ben Temple Smith's series called Fell. Maybe Hellboy was on there, or Mage, or Grendel, or Thorcast? Not sure. Speaking of Thorcast, uh, that's Ed Moore. And he does the Thor cast, all about Thor. He also does Emerald Archer. He does a podcast on Yusagi Yojimbo. And he started a new one called Lords of Order, which is all about Dr. Fate, right? Look, boom, right there. All about single characters, single concepts. So you could do companies. And there are ones already out there. There's DC. There's a DC podcast, Raging Bullets, DC Noise. Uh, Marvel Noise, taking a look at everything Marvel. Before there was 11 o'clock comics, there was Bullpen Bulletins. Again, take, talking about Marvel. Image Addiction, Donuts and Top Cow, Only the Valiant, taking a look at Valiant comics, the Riverdale podcast on everything Archie. Now, these are obviously different from podcasts produced by companies because these are, I hate to say this, but they're fan-driven, right? Um, and they're about the overall company and their product. They're not trying to sell a product. They're not trying to advertise new comics that are coming out specifically from the from the company. I mean, maybe some of them do, but not in that way that a company-produced podcast will would do. Um, you know, I did two of them. I did one for Ape Entertainment called From the Monkey House before I, we no longer did. You know, we, we did a handful of those episodes. Uh, and then uh, I did the Top Cow podcast. And then when I, I think I got one episode of that out. And then uh, eventually Donuts and Top Cow took, out, took over for the, being the official Top, Top Cow podcast. 
Um, so, you know, there's some different form formats there. Um, there are podcasts on characters and teams, right? There's podcasts on X-Men. There's the Superman Fan Podcast. Earth's Mightiest Heroes, taking a look at Avengers. Batgirl's Oracle, taking a look at Barbara Gordon, and that's by uh, Stella. She hosts that one. Legion of Substitute Heroes, taking a look at Legion of Superheroes. The Savage Fincast, which is about Savage Dragon. Merc Report on everything Deadpool. Uh, people have been trying to do a decent Batman podcast, and if anyone knows of one, let me know, because, I mean, it's Batman, and that's a huge, that's a huge topic. That's a huge single topic. I mean, you better be good if you want to carry a show specifically related to him. Um, there's other ones that are more conceptualized, like Star Joe's, which takes a look at 80s concepts, uh, both in comics, toys, TV, and cartoons, everything that uh, sort of sprung out of that 80s madness. Um, I personally, when it comes to, to niche podcasting, I would love to see more creator ones. There used to be a Grant Morrison podcast, and I can't remember the name of it, uh, but it had something to do with you know a Grant Morrison concept. But I would love to see a Grant Morrison podcast. I would love to do one. I just don't think uh, I could do that one by myself. Um... What about, you know, I know there have been Kirby casts, Jack Kirby casts, you know, Bruce Rosenberger had one. Um, what about George Perez, or Mark Wade or Bendis, John Romita Jr., Steve Ditko, John Byrne, uh, Jim Steranko, Wally Wood. You could do one on Will Eisner, or hell, you could do one on, on like, Jeff Smith or The Peenies about Elf ElfQuest or Alan Moore. Creator podcasts, I think there needs to be more of those. And it, again, not just about their comics, but about their works, you know, maybe read an old interview from that creator or listen to an older interview on a podcast and see how what they said in the past relates to whatever they're doing now. Uh, invite people onto that kind of podcast who are inspired by them or who are big fans of their work. You know, that way you can really talk about the process because artists don't always like to talk about their own comics, but they certainly like to talk about other comics and other comic creators. And, I, and by artists, I mean all of them. Artists, writers, pencilers, inkers, um, color artists, anything. Anything that has to do with the comics creating process. Getting people to talk about other people's works is, is usually always fascinating. Um, I think Jonathan Hickman could could <laughs> uh, you know hold a podcast with the, with the amount of work that he has. I think it would be fun to dissect his work or Jeff Lemire or Jacques Tardy or whatever. So creators, I want to see more of that. What else could you do? I'd like to see a magazine podcast or a black and white Marvel magazine podcast or Epic, EC, DC horror titles, Marvel minis of the eighties, uh, a podcast about all the various DC omnibus that have come out, um, a podcast on color artists, a podcast on comic projects that were abandoned. There's so much content out there, even more than five years ago, especially stuff that's on the web that you can now research and take a look at and share with people. There's just so much out there. I think it's, I think there's, you can just really think outside the box and come up with something cool. Uh, Derek Coward also used to do the number one podcast, I believe he talked, he, he called it. And he used to talk about first issues. So what about last issues? What about a podcast about last issues? What about a podcast on annuals or novelizations of comics? Um, there have been cartoon podcasts. There have been video game podcasts. Uh, but, uh, you know, has someone covered Marvel's TV shows or old Captain Marvel serials or memorabilia? Um, we could probably always use more webcomics podcasts. And, and now, along with webcomics... 
there are comics that are digitally exclusive, coming out digitally first. Maybe there's a podcast about that. This is only scratching the surface, you know? You can, you can come up with the craziest things. Uh, you know, the How Many Times Has Jean Grey Really Died podcast, or the Black and White Indie Boom podcast. You know, you could call it We Were Just Trying to Get Us Some Ninja Turtle Money podcast. I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, niche podcasting. If you're going to do a podcast, uh, especially about comics, you know, to sort of tie into that first episode I did on, on podcasting about, about choosing your content and trying to maybe stay, steer away from the general comics talk, Maybe there's something that you're really knowledgeable about, and it's a it's a single niche podcast, single focus, character, team, creator, whatever. Uh, maybe it's one on covers. I don't know. Um, or send me the podcast you want to hear as a listener. Right? What 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 podcast have you always wanted to listen to? Maybe I'll do it. Maybe I'll announce it on the show, and someone else will do it. Or there might be a podcaster out there that I think would fit that project, and they'll start it. Listeners of podcasts, podcast creators. Show me what you got. Be creative. Niche podcasting. You could really create, carve a little niche for yourself. Carve a little corner of the podcasting universe because you are uh, the podcaster that is covering whatever. All right. That's it for today. I will see you tomorrow for another topic. <laughs>